With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Redestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to Tyrac.com slash sports. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in, everybody. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. As the gentleman told you, Aaron Torres and Bucky Brooks filling in for Doug Gottlieb here on a Thanksgiving Thursday. Hope if you're driving around listening to us, you're enjoying time with friends and family. Of course, if you are working like we are, we hope that we're helping you get through that day. I should say, Bucky, as I said in hour one, Nobody needs to give us a pat on the back. We're lucky to get to do what we do. We would be watching football anyway, so now yeah. we just get to talk about it on 600 stations nationwide. Absolutely. This is uh, this is fun. This is like a nice little holiday tree. I got football. I got TVs everywhere. I got a little basketball on. I see Rick, Rick Patino on. Ooh. Iona. The basketball. Yeah. I got like, everything. It's a perfect day. It is a perfect day. I mean, any any holiday that is centered on food and sports, and if you could throw in family too, if you if you're into that sort of thing, I mean, thing, you can but, throw them in there too. They like they can throw them on there, like yeah, food, family. But, but you got listen, ball. yeah, you got a good distraction while uh, while you know you're making the turkey. You got the lions on, and then you get the good games later in the afternoon. Although I know these these two late games aren't necessarily uh, as good as they have been in years past. But you get the good games, uh, you get the distraction. If you don't really want to spend time with family, you got the excuse to uh, you know of other stuff going on. So it is a great day uh, to be a sports fan. It's obviously a great day to uh, spend time with friends and family as well. But it's a it's a fun 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 time uh, if you do love sports like we do. And so let's get into kind of that early game. We we talked about it in hour one. If you missed any of it, you're more than welcome to go download the podcast, which will be available immediately after the show. But in that first game, obviously, I should reference as Ralph just told you. Second game is about midway through the first quarter. The the Vegas Raiders are up 7-6 on the Cowboys in Dallas. As a matter of fact, we'll get to the Lions in a second. They lose 16-14 on a last-second field goal. But 
Bucky, let, let's start actually with this game, even though we are still early in the first quarter. Um, you know, we, we now have a situation where the Cowboys now, you referenced it earlier, and I think it's so on point, is that the, the, they just have not been the same since that game that Dak Prescott had to miss with the injury. Cooper Rush comes in, they win in Minnesota, and everyone thinks if they can win without Dak, imagine what it's going to be like when he comes back. And really since then, kind of two of three kind of just miserable offensive performances, the first one against the Broncos, then you beat the Falcons, and then last week against KC, uh, the Cowboys are going to be forced to punt here. I know it's only the first quarter, but what level of degree of concern should the Cowboys have over not only uh, early in this game where they're, again, going to be punting here, but in the bigger picture of really what we've seen the last three, four weeks? I mean, look, it should be a high level of concern, particularly the way they're playing. Right now, Greg's airline missing extra points. Um, You don't have your top guys, you know, on the outside of Mari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb, respectively, but the other guys haven't been able to step up. And because Ezekiel Elliott is nursing a knee injury, you need more of Tony Pollard, and they just haven't been able to run the rock. And so now what has happened, you have given a Raiders team that was struggling coming into it, you've given them life and confidence. And the longer that the game stays tight, the more they begin to believe that they can get a W. And so their fragile confidence has been emboldened by the fact that here they are, big game on TV, we're in this thing, we may go into halftime ahead. And so now you're really in for it. So I'm worried about the Cowboys. I'm worried about Dak Prescott being slightly off. A lot of work to do. They got to figure this out. Well, and as we said, too, uh, the schedule looks like it should be easy down the stretch, but you factor in that the Washington football team, they play them twice in the final, whatever it is, five, six weeks of the season. And Washington's obviously coming off two very nice wins against Tampa and Carolina. And Philadelphia has won three of its last four. Really quick with the Cowboys. I mean, let's assume that Dak gets somewhere back to what we saw early in the season when we were talking about him as a potential MVP candidate when they're putting up points on everybody. Where where do you think this team ranks in kind of that hierarchy of the NFC right now? And I know it's tough. This is kind of a weird time to kind of do the conversation. We talked about the Rams. They're breaking in new pieces with Odell Beckham and lose Robert Woods and Von Miller's there now. Cardinals, obviously, Kyler Murray's coming off multiple weeks of, of missed games, and the Cardinals have actually, uh, you know, kind of responded pretty well without him, but he will be back at some point as well. Where do you put the Cowboys in the mix in that NFC? Because uh, that just feels like, uh, you know, that, that NFC playoff bracket is going to be like you know the SEC West football or the Big East tournament in basketball where uh, you know th- those top five six teams are all really 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 good and whether it is the Packers the Bucks the Cowboys the Cardinals whoever that emerge you're gonna have to play three four really good teams to get there as opposed to the AFC where it's a little bit of a different playoff picture yeah no, it, look it's, it's tough um, you're the Cowboys your best bet is like one you can't drop this but you got to make sure that you're in the mix I think this year is unlike any other year that we've seen in terms of the parity with teams. These teams are so closely, um, I mean, look, they're, they're all right there. And on any given Sunday, any team can win. And so now more than ever, you need not only home field, but you need the top seed so you can bypass some of these games. The teams that are able to secure the number one seed have a huge advantage because they don't have to deal with like the long, hard road to get to the Super Bowl, yes, you still have to win the games that you're supposed to win, but we're seeing it each and every week. I mean, we're seeing the Jaguars snatch down the Buffalo Bills. Um, <laughs> we're seeing other teams create these upsets. The Texans knock off the Titans. It, it is a tough, tough um, league now because everyone is so even, which is weird. It is weird, and it is, I think, going to make for a great kind of playoff bracket when we get it. I know it's not really a big day for the AFC. Of course, the Raiders are, are you know, kind of trending towards the, the basement in the AFC West, as, as, even though they were leading the, the division just a few weeks ago. But real quick, I mean, where are you at on the AFC? Because every week it feels like there's there's a different best team. We get the Buffalo Bills a little bit later, and we'll talk about that game kind of top of next hour as the Bills get set to play in New Orleans this week. But the Bills, of course, have lost two of their last three, including a loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They get embarrassed by the Indianapolis Colts the other day but that that was the team that was kind of the trendy playoff uh, a Super mm-hmm. Bowl pick excuse me coming into the year the opposite side you have KC which has won a bunch of games in a row but that offense still does not appear to be clicking you have the Patriots kind of making their move with Mac Jones uh, D- the Titans you just talked about a minute ago no Derrick Henry 
Do you believe there is a hierarchy in the AFC? Where Where do you stand on that division or that conference? Excuse me. Yeah, no, I, I, I do believe it's beginning to shape up. And the two teams that I would, well, a couple teams that I would, more than a couple that I would tell you to worry about. One, watch out for the Kansas City Chiefs because it appears that they've regained their mojo, playing much better defense. They were playing early. The offense still hasn't clicked, but you know that they're only one game away from getting hot and that, um, that leading to a long run. The Patriots. The Patriots are going to be there. Everyone thought the evil empire is done, but the Buffalo Bills messed around, left the door cracked, and now the Patriots are sitting pretty in the AFC East. So watch them. And then the final team that I would say to keep an eye on, the Indianapolis Colts. The Indianapolis Colts, because they're able to run the football, the offensive line, and they're getting great contributions from the defense. Defense leads the league in takeaways. If you can run the ball and take the ball away, it is a recipe for success in the postseason. Even though those teams are not necessarily in the mix for one of the top seats, I would say keep an eye on those because those are the teams right now that are playing the best. No, it's such a fair point. And uh, well, what was the stat that you said? If you're plus one in turnovers, uh, plus one, it puts you right around 65% winning. Wow. That's unbelievable. And obviously with with what Jonathan Taylor is doing running the ball, as you said, uh, Colts, I think, are, are right back in it. Real quick, with KC, um, what do you make of, of – I think defense is really interesting, but, but to me the offense is more interesting where as weird as it sounds, and you can a thousand percent tell me you disagree and I'm wrong and all that stuff. Call me a dummy on Thanksgiving. I don't really mm. care. It's okay. Call me a turkey if you want. Oh, you see what I did there? That was terrible. But um, all right, so the to me what I feel like with the Kansas City Chiefs is they were so great for so long. But even last year, and I always say this, you could start to see the cracks in the armor during the regular season. I mean, they were winning all these games, but they, they'd have a big lead, they'd blow a lead, they, they'd, they'd be way down, they'd come back, and it, it just felt like every single week you kind of assume like they'll find a way to win. They get really humbled in that Super Bowl, of course, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I came into this year thinking, you know what? They were humbled. They're going to be hungry. This is going to be a revenge tour. And that is obviously not what happened. And I said right in week one when they when they had to come back, uh, you know, from a, a big deficit against Cleveland, I said, mm-hmm. like, like uh, th- this team is not right. And I, and I feel like it's as weird as it sounds. Like you almost had to break it down and build it back up again, which sounds very weird for a team that's coming off three straight AFC championship games, two straight Super Bowls with a Super Bowl win. But you kind of had to get Patrick Mahomes like out of the we're going to, you know, I'm going to try to make a a first, you know, I'm going to try to make this spectacular play on every play. And he had a million turnovers early in the year. It feels like for the most part, he's taking care of the football a little bit better these Mm -hmm. last few weeks. But they're not as explosive. And it's almost like you had to like get all the bad out of his system and now slowly start to build back up that offense where you hope again. And we, we talked about it a little bit uh, throughout both of the hours that, that you hope to be peaking come playoff time. Is that a fair way to put it? Because you wouldn't think an offense as explosive in a team with as much success as the Kansas city chiefs last few years that you're starting from ground zero from, 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 you know, the first step. But I feel like you had to kind of go back to the bases with Patrick Mahomes as talented as he is and say, you can't be spectacular every play. Sometimes you got to throw it away. Sometimes you got to put the ball in the third row of the stands. And, and, and I think that to me, as much as it's been about the defense, it's about him playing smarter, even if we're not seeing these crazy explosive offensive games of late. Yeah, I think there's something to that. I know you're a big basketball fan, more college than pro, but I want you to kind of look at it in these terms. When the Golden State Warriors kind of lost their way a couple years ago, when things weren't as easy for them, they were so used to like hitting the three ball and the three ball were like ignite Oracle and they would do those things. And since they moved on to a new stadium, but it it was different. Like they fed off of the energy created by the big plays. That's Kansas city. Yep. Kansas city fed off of Tyree kill and Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes making these spectacular plays. It gave them life. It energized the team and all of that. And when they were forced to play what I would call boring football, yep. They hated it. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, they hated it, and so it was just hard for them to settle in. Well, now what you're seeing is the defense has stepped up. The defense has shown the rest of the team that, hey, defensively, we might be good enough to kind of carry it while you guys are finding their way. And so what happens is now you begin to get a little confidence that even though we don't have our offense playing with their A game, we're winning games. So imagine what happens when we get that part right. And so that's why you're kind of feeling them kind of – step back into themselves because they're like, 
look, we still got time to kind of get it going. If we get it going and get hot, we're the team that no one wants to face. And that's what you're beginning to see. And that's why they feel good and optimistic about their chances of making another run because it's kind of coming together slowly. Yeah, it's just, it's really weird. First of all, I love that analogy. And I really do think there is some, sometimes we in the media try to force narratives that aren't there. I do think the career arcs of Steph Curry and Patrick Mahomes, like that's real where, again, I don't want to say Steph Curry lost his way, but mm-hmm. but I even go back to that year where they lost to Cleveland in the NBA Finals where, you know, it's late in big games and he's throwing passes behind his back thinking uh, it's it's November against the Charlotte Hornets, <laughs> you know, and, and that was Mahomes. And so it is weird because I think sometimes and – we in the media, we get kind of criticized because when we when we kind of say something unpopular, but but I think even when the offense was really good early in the season or better at least than it, than it has been, mm-hmm. you could see signs that it was like like this is not trending. Yeah, it's not trending right. Yeah, and now it's almost like the opposite where I feel like they're not scoring a bunch of points, but as you said, as I said, they're playing smarter football, and so you would think now's the time to be concerned about the offense, but I actually like where it is because, again, I'm not saying that my analogy is 100% on point, but like the idea that you kind of built it back up and this is kind of the gradual evolution to get to where you want to be again in uh, late December, early January, going into the playoffs. Yeah, that's the thing, and Ultimately, it's a long ride, right? It's a long, it's a marathon. We always talk about the season being a marathon. And so what we're seeing is this team just needs to play their best football down the stretch. And so December, January is when you want to play your best football. The last four to five games, that's when you want to hit your stride. The first part of the year is basically extended preseason. The middle part is to figure out who are we? How do we need to play? What gives us the best chance to win down the stretch? The stretch run is about, okay, now let's play that way and see if we can build some momentum going into the tournament. And so we're almost at that point with about five. When we get to about four or five games to go, that's when you settle in and that's when you begin to start playing and showing the formula for how you're going to win in the playoffs. This is the Gottlieb Show. Doug is off this afternoon, was in earlier with Dan Patrick. You can catch him on podcast there. Uh, We are Aaron Torres and Bucky Brooks. Coming up, more football as the Raiders have just punched it in again. Josh Jacobs, short yardage, uh, PAT pending to go up 14-6 on the Dallas Cowboys. It's over for the Cowboys. Tear it down. Start. No, I'm just kidding. But we will have more coverage of this game and, of course, the earlier game, Bears and Lions. And we'll, of course, preview as well the game this evening as Buffalo travels to New Orleans. Bucky Brooks, Aaron Torres, in for Doug Gottlieb, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back, everybody. Doug Gottlieb show. Doug off this afternoon. Aaron Torres, Bucky Brooks filling in on this Thanksgiving holiday. You want to get in on the show? Tweet us at Aaron underscore Torres, also at Bucky Brooks. And we hope you're we're, uh, helping you get through this holiday. Many of you, of course, are in the car traveling with family. And for those of you who are at work like Bucky and I, I uh, hope we're making life a little bit easier for you to get through your work day. I, as always, the big stories in sports today are coming from the NFL where uh, early in the uh, right at the end of the first quarter, excuse me, 14-6. The Raiders were up on the Dallas Cowboys. And then, of course, earlier in the day, the Detroit Lions, another one, 16-14, last second field goal, Chicago Bears win. Uh, let's go back to that game for a second, Bucky. Um, you know, and, and if you missed any of it, go, go ahead, download the podcast. Bucky and I had an extensive recap of that one in hour one. But what, what what's next for the Lions, right? Because uh, you, you brought up the stat earlier, fifth one possession loss, the tie game against the Steelers. They were in control for a big chunk of that game, and they just cannot get over the hump. What is Dan Campbell? What is he saying to his guys in the coaching meetings tonight as they go back and watch film, get ready for next week? Because it's just a broken record over and over. I know there's nobody that wants to that wants this to get changed up more than D- Dan Campbell. What are the steps that this team actually has to go through? I mean, I th- look, you just have to keep grinding. You have to keep going. And, and seeing if you can get it done. Um, you have to figure out how you can get everything in in order. You keep doing the work. You keep doing all the other stuff that you want to you wanna do, that you want to get accomplished in terms of practice habits and, and all that stuff. But then you got to make sure it works on game day. They are close. I mean, five, one, I mean, one score losses, all of them coming out to the last minute is just the little things. And it's just the little things. You just got to keep harping on. You keep showing the team the tape. You show them how the little things add up. You show them how the penalties end up extending drives and that leads to something down the line. And you hope that it sinks it sinks in and that it resonates with them. But I think if you Dan Campbell, man, you can't allow your emotions to prompt you to change the plan. You have to be like, hey, we're on the right path. We obviously are playing close. We just got to keep trusting. The, I hate thing trust the process but you got to keep trusting the process trusting what we're doing that it's eventually going to turn it's going to crack and you just kind of keep spreading that message bears play vikings at home next week then a couple winnable games i mean at denver they do play at atlanta later in the year as well what about kind of the bigger picture going into the offseason i mean he's obviously going to be the guy there for the foreseeable future we talked about it earlier um you know jared golf does not he he's not the future 
but he's probably not as bad in the present either. Um, do you think the answer is that? Do you think the answer for next season is at quarterback right now? The draft looks really thin at the quarterback position. Do you think they go get another veteran? And then if they do end up with a number one pick, which is almost certain at this point, if the, if there isn't that sexy quarterback, I mean, do you, do you take the chance or do you go with a uh, defensive lineman, Kayvon Thibodeau, somebody like that, that can kind of continue to build that culture? I mean, Dan Campbell, of course, he's known as kind of the, the grit and grind and took Penny Sewell with his first pick last year, offensive lineman. Uh, now, obviously, it would be ironic if you, you draft another Oregon guy along the defensive front. But what do you think the the future is? I mean, again, whether it be draft, free agency, quarterback, number one overall pick. It just feels like it's going to be as interesting as these last three, four, five months have been. I think between now and the end of the draft and free agency next spring are going to be just as interesting for Detroit fans. Man, it's, it's really tough, right? Because like what you ideally want in a draft is you want the strengths of the draft to align with your biggest needs and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And I don't know for the Lions if it aligns in terms of like at the quarterback position. I will say at some of the other spots, it certainly aligns up. When I look at the Lions, the Lions have to be a faster defense. They need more playmakers on defense. Uh, They certainly need a ton more playmakers on offense, particularly a wide receiver. And so the draft is deep. Uh, The supply is is great in those situations. I think if you're um, Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell and you look at what's available, I think what you do is build up, continue to build up the team and patiently wait for the quarterback that you want to come available. I don't think you have to make a rush move and say, that, oh, we're getting rid of Jared Goff. We're going to take the next quarterback that just shows up on draft day. I think you want to be very, very judicious in terms of evaluating the quarterbacks that are in this class and comparing them to what you have in Jared Goff. And if you don't find a guy, you just have to continue to stay with Jared Goff and build up the rest of the team. Real quick, I know you referenced the idea that uh, Dan Campbell's on a six-year contract, all that stuff, but I always find it fascinating is that A lot of these guys that are going into a rebuild think that they have so much time and we got time to get it right. We got time to get our guy and all that stuff. But now you look at what's happening in Miami with Brian Flores and you know, year one total blank slate, whatever year two, you're in position to draft the quarterback. It looks like you may have taken the wrong one. I don't even think it's debatable at this point, but now it's your, you don't think it's debatable about Tua. You think Tua is the wrong one. So, I'm a little higher than Tua than most people. I actually, I, I think he's like a serviceable quarterback, and mm. I, I do. It, I did. It was interesting. I was watching the game the other day when they were playing on Sunday, and they get in the red zone. And do you remember the series where they had uh, first there was uh, they had the 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 running back line up in the Wildcat, and then they ran a receiver pass. And finally, on third down, they just let the Tua throw the ball. He threw for a touchdown. I was like, this is an organization that does not believe in this guy. At the very least, would you say that that's fair? It does not appear as though that coaching staff believes in Tua? Oh, I think they failed that part of it. I think they failed the developmental part of it. Like, I, I, I think the difference in how they've elected to develop their quarterback and how the Patriots have developed the quarterback, I think is telling. But I'll say this because I think that is a great way to go because I think a lot of the people that are talking about Tua – I've kind of trashed him for being like, oh, he's a dinking nut quarterback. He doesn't push the ball down the field. He's very conservative and, and those things. I will say that when you really study and look at Mac Jones, Mac Jones does the same thing. Yep. I think if you swap out Mac Jones and Tua Tungabaloa, you put Tua up in New England, I think he does the same stuff. Because when you go and you look at the numbers, Mac Jones has thrown like second most passes of anybody five yards and under in the league. Um, I want to say he's second most when it comes to running backs on screens and swing passes, um, either first or second most when it comes to the yardage that he's gotten on uh, out routes, outbreaking routes. And so when we talk about the impressive nature of Mac Jones and all the stuff that he's doing, when you really look at what they're doing, I mean, it's, it's paper cut city in New England. <laughs> now, to their credit, what they've done is they've built the offense so he can function like that so he doesn't have to turn it over. But it's the same way that they kind of spoon-fed Tom Brady back in the early 2000s to get him up and going. And so the issue that I have with the Dolphins is, man, they haven't done any of that stuff with Tua. And I'm not saying that Tua, look, is like whatever you play like is different than what your draft grade is. Mac Jones has outplayed what Tua Tungabaloa has showed up. 
but he's also been in a situation where he hasn't been forced to do more because of the running game, the defense, and those things. I don't think Miami has handled Tua Tagovailoa correctly, even up into um, the trade deadline where they let all of that conversation about Deshaun Watson yep. become a part of it. And so, look, I don't know how you can feel because regardless of where we talk about players, you're still a human and you're sitting there <laughs> hearing all this conversation and no one comes out and it's just a flat denial or a vote of confidence or any of those things. Yeah, I think it's been mishandled, even though he hasn't necessarily played up to what we thought he would be as a top five pick. This is why I love working with you. We started with Dan Campbell, fight biting kneecaps, and uh, we ended with Tua. <laughs> and uh, we're going to keep it going. I have more questions about Tua, kind of more questions about a lot of these teams, including the Lions, uh, who, uh, you know, I could tell you what happened today. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show, as Ralph just told you. I'm Aaron Torres. He is Bucky Brooks. You want to tweet into the show? At Aaron underscore Torres is me, obviously. At Bucky Brooks is Bucky. Let's get back to that because uh, so uh, let's keep the conversation going. And it started with the Lions, and and I, I think what they're going to do this off season is so fascinating um, because again, when you lose the way that they're losing, you want there to be it, almost always. I think we can all agree that that when you stink, when you end up with the number one pick, it usually starts with the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you might not be terrible but you might not have the guy that's the obvious long-term answer either. And so the, 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 the dolphins a few years ago, they, they, they were tanking for Tua. They ended up with Tua, even though Joe Burrow ended up being the number one pick uh, last year. You obviously had the Jaguars in great position to get Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence. And this year is just so fascinating. And so I guess where I was going with the, the Miami stuff before we got sidetracked is it, it, there's all these guys in this league that feel like they got all this time in the world and, you know, mm-hmm. we're going to get it right and we're going to take our time. And I was using Brian Flores because I, as you said, as I said, I think it's clear that they don't believe they, 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 they knew they didn't have the, the answer quarterback when they got there. Then mm-hmm. they thought they had the answer. Now they're not really sure whether that's fair or not. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't change their actions. And I think there's, there's a little bit of that going on in Carolina too, where, where Matt Rule is this offensive guy and Joe Brady's coming from LSU and wait until they get their court. Well, well, they're now on quarterback number three. And I know cams look better than he, we expected, mm-hmm. but he's clearly not the answer. And you can kind of see with Matt rule kind of answering some of these questions, not that he's feeling like he's quote unquote on the hot seat, but that like it, that he knows that he needs to figure out the answer at quarterback very soon. And so I just bring it up because with the lions, that's, that's, what's interesting to me is that if you don't get the quarterback this year and you go into Jared Goff next year and, and hopefully for their sake, they pick up a win or two before the end of the year. I, I just wonder how long everybody really is patient because you could say we got time, we got time, we got time. You know, you, you start to get to to one in sixteen, one I guess it'd be one fifteen and one this year. Uh, you know, one in seven to start next year. Then all of a sudden, all that time that you thought you had, you're kind of on the clock a little bit. You know? Yeah, you are on the clock. You know and let me let me even jump in, Bucky. Too you, at that point, you don't even have anything to sell for the future, right? Like like Matt Nagy, he's not keeping his job, but he can sell. Justin, F- the, the Bears can sell. We got our guy. We just need to get the coach. Like you don't even if you're Dan Campbell and you go, don't get the quarterback this year in the draft, and I don't think you will. You're not even gonna have anything to sell heading into year three, unless obviously somebody emerges in that draft, and then you're gonna be going into year three with a rookie quarterback. So I didn't mean to cut you off, but I think that's an important variable in this as well. Yeah, I think it's important variable, but what you can do is you can't allow that part of it to impact the way that you build the team. I think what you have to be able to do is be very, very honest with your assessments of the players that are in the draft and make sure that you don't reach for that. The reason that you took on Jared Goff and his contract in that trade is because you wanted to be able to have a plan, at a minimum, a plan that you could lean on for two years at quarterback, which is Goff. And what you want to do is you want to make sure that when we have these picks, we make sure we get good players. we got to make sure that we get blue-chip players with those top picks, regardless of whether it's a quarterback or not. And then at the end of 2022, the team should be better because you've stockpiled it with more picks. You have another free agent class that has come in. And then you look and make a determination on, all right, this is my quarterback. This is how we're going to proceed. Let's go. Um, that's how it has to be done. It can't be, oh, we're just going to take the best, hey, the best quarterback, the quarterback that we, we like, we're just going to take one. You don't need to just take one because then you got to put him in the game. And if he is not what you think he is, then you're going to be all mad all over again. Well, and that's what I was going to say too is, is 
It's not my business. I'm not a Lions fan. I don't care what they do, but I don't hope that they reach on a guy that they know isn't the answer because they feel like they have to take a quarterback because, again, when you're num- going number one overall, you do have to play. Really quick with the Bears. I mean, obviously, look, we, we know that uh, Matt Nagy, I mean, there was obviously all sorts of stuff coming around this week. We know that that he's not the answer there. We know that Andy Dalton, who started uh, in place of Justin Fields this year, or mm-hmm. today, excuse me, is not going to be the answer as Justin Fields is going to be the, the quarterback there going forward. Not, not just really today, but kind of in the, the 30,000 foot view. What do you make of what this organization does now next? Because it's clear that they appear to be ready to move on from this coach. And at some point, Justin, Justin Fields is going to have a new coach uh, kind of leading them. And, and I would guess, you know, call me, tell me if you're, tell, tell me if I'm wrong here, Bucky, but I would guess that they are going to be finding a coach with trying to trying to find the coach that is going to best develop Justin Fields. Is that a safe assumption going forward? It has to be that assumption. Uh, you drafted Justin Fields. Justin Fields is your franchise quarterback. Yes. Whoever is interviewing for the head coaching job with the Bears, if they fire Matt Nagy, certainly must have a plan for, hey, what are you going to do with Justin Fields? How are you going to develop him? How are you going to expand it? How are we going to um, help him go from good to great down the line? What is your plan for that? Who's the offensive coordinator that you're bringing in? Okay, if he's a great offensive coordinator, how long are we going to keep him? Because if he's so great, you know he's going to move on. So what is the long-term plan? How can we ensure that that plan is going to be um, able to go from being a, an idea to, a hey, we're going to make it happen. We're going to bring it to fruition. That's, I mean, that's a big part of the discussion. Uh, and I'm not saying that whoever comes in for Justin Fields has to be an offensive mind, but if it's a defensive coach, he has to come in with an offensive staff that has some staying power, meaning that it's not going to be a quick fix like, oh, I bring this guy in for a year, boop, he's gone. And so that's why the system that is built uh, for Justin Fields has to be a system that can be sustained with or without the offensive coordinator being around. And so they have to build a system for the Bears offense, not just for this guy bringing in his own system. To kind of tie the two games together, the Cowboys are now playing against the Raiders, and uh, it is getting ugly. It is now 17-6 to Raiders midway through the second quarter. I mean, is that a logical landing spot for, say, Kellen Moore? I mean, the big talk in Dallas is while the offense is struggling a little bit the last few weeks that he is primed to get a, a head coaching job, and there's already talk of do you figure out a way to kind of move off Mike McCarthy to keep Kellen Moore, to keep Dak Prescott playing at a really high level? I don't think that's going to happen. And so at some point he's going to have the opportunity. And I would think the idea of young creative play caller, young quarterback on the way up. I feel like I'm not putting, I'm not putting names out there just for the sake of it, but that feels like a logical landing spot that makes sense for both him as a coach and the organization as well. Yeah. I think a lot of it depends on how they finish. Um, Kellen Moore is going to have some interest. He's already drawn interest in the collegiate ranks. And I expect college teams are going to make a hard push. It's just a matter. Does he want to get into recruiting and all that other stuff? At the NFL level, I mean, he's been a solid play caller. I still have some questions about his ability to kind of stick to the running game and his patience or lack thereof when it comes to the running game. But he has certainly done a really good job with the quarterback. Dak Prescott has gotten better since he's taken over play calling, and so that's something that you want to keep an eye on. Uh, In terms of the swap out, I do believe the swap out could be something that appeals to the Cowboys potentially if – you're not satisfied with Mike McCarthy. The thing is, you got a lot of money pumped into him, man. You got a lot of money that you, you owe Mike McCarthy. And so do you really want to move on from that? When he has won a Super Bowl, his record has been decent for, for most of his career. And now you're in a situation where the Cowboys should get into the postseason. They look like a an improved team. Some of that is him. Some of that is Dan Quinn. But, hey, he gets the credit for it. He's the head coach. Really quick, but we got to get to break here. Uh, but but quick, like thirty second answer. If if they do falter enough down the stretch where you, you start to question Mike McCarthy, then at that point you kind of got to question whether Kellen Moore's the long term answer there too, right? Yeah, but we saw him do this before because they did Jason Garrett after Wade Phillips. You sure. Know? And so Great call. it is precedent for this to happen for him. And particularly, man, you want the quarterback to be comfortable, and the easiest way to keep the quarterback comfortable is to make sure the play caller doesn't change. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. I'm Aaron Torres. He is Bucky Brooks. We're filling in for Doug, taking you up till 7 p.m. Eastern time tonight, 4 p.m. Pacific. Coming up, we get back to football. We play the press. A lot of Doug Gottlieb Show left. Aaron Torres, Bucky Brooks, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. 
Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back, everybody. Doug Gottlieb show. Aaron Torres, Bucky Brooks filling in for Doug, who was heard earlier today on the Dan Patrick show. You could go back, download that podcast, the Dan, pa- Dan Patrick show. Also make sure you can uh, download the Doug Gottlieb show podcast, catching up on what me and Bucky have talked about for the last three hours. And of course, one extra hour today. With that said, we know what time it is. Time for the press. The press. Ralph Irvin, what is in the press today? Well, let's start with uh, what's going on right now. The Dallas Cowboys, we've talked about all the penalty yards they had. They just had a 59-yard Greg Zerline attempt, boink, off the upright. And it remains uh, 17-6, Las Vegas over Dallas, uh, 545 to play in the first half of this game. And nothing's going well for the Cowboys these days. 
Bucky, what do you think, man? I mean, when 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 uh, Ralph says nothing's going well for the for the Cowboys, he's talking about a three four week sample size here. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this getting turned around today? Let alone how, when do we have to start worrying in the bigger picture? No, you have to start worrying about it today. Um, it's an issue because they haven't played great football in what two out of the last three games, and this would be three out of the last four games. It's a trend, and so you got to figure out what's going on, and can they shake out of this mid season malaise, Darren? And they certainly have the opportunity. Darren Waller's questionable to even come back. He's got knee and back issues. So, I mean, there's going to be plenty of opportunity here in this game. But, yeah. Not pretty, Ralph. What else we no, got, Ralph? No, we, uh, well, you talked about it a little bit earlier, but Dave Aranda is, uh, said that he's committed to Baylor as they negotiate a new reworked contract after less than one complete season there in Waco. I will say this. It is a great time to be a head coach that is happy where you're at because they're handing out 10 year contracts. Like it's, it's Halloween candy, Bucky Brooks. How do we get into the 10 year contract business? I want in on that. So here, here's the thing. Um, when USC and these other teams fire their coaches early, yep, they gave all these coaches leverage. So whether I was interested in USC or LSU or not, if my name is associated with it, Oh, you got to pay me. And so because all of those guys have had decent years of solid resumes, they get paid. And the new 10-year thing, oh, we're going for that long security. We're not trying to come back to the table anytime soon, and so that's what's happening. Well, and really quick, it also, I know it's one and the same, but not only does it give the coaches leverage, it puts a lot of pressure on that AD where you have a slow three, four-week build of hearing nothing but your coach wants to leave, your coach wants out. You think you're not hearing from fans and boosters and season ticket holders as you rack up wins at Baylor, Michigan State, whatever, so... So, yeah, not pretty. Ralph, we got anything else? Well, we we talk about the coaching openings, and uh, one of the guys who's mentioned as a possible candidate for new jobs, even though he's not been at his job very long, is Lane Kiffin. His Ole Miss uh, Rebels will be taking on Mississippi State later tonight in the Egg Bowl. But the question is, why would Lane Kiffin want to leave an SEC school right now? I think it's just it, the ceiling at Ole Miss – isn't quite as high, and especially you're going to lose Matt Corral to the NFL draft where Bucky can talk about where he'll get drafted. But mm-hmm. at the same time, do you leave for another SEC job where you're kind of the toast of the town right there in Oxford right now? Now, uh, USC is obviously not going to be a factor for him, but I just don't know that it makes much sense to go to LSU where, yeah, the ceiling is probably a little bit higher, but at the same time, again, we've talked about it a few times. They just fired a coach that won a national championship two years ago. Stay at Ole Miss. You win eight games. They'll love you there forever. I think I- I'm with Ralph. Is I-, I don't think it makes sense for him to leave at this particular time, at least for another SEC school. No, I don't think you want to leave for an SEC school. I think the one that intrigues him is the Miami job if it comes open with Manny mm-hmm. Diaz I think that's one where he'd be like well you know maybe I can upgrade it or whatever but I think Ole Miss is a good job I don't think that's a bad job unless I'm missing something um, the same players you can get at LSU I think you can kind of get them to come down to Oxford well and the other thing is you're talking about going from a place where they care that much about football even though they don't have a lot of successful tradition to Miami where they're kind of ambivalent towards it yeah. I mean, he of- did have experience at Florida Atlantic and South Florida, but that 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 trip to Coral Gables where the cam- the the campus is nowhere near the stadium is is another world. Yeah, you're not playing in the Orange Bowl anymore. It's a different it's a different hustle, but I think some of the prestige and maybe some of his personality would fit in Miami cuz he can be a little prickly. He can bring the U back, but oh, and on top of that, you know what else is nice? Instead of LSU, Alabama, you get Wake Forest and, uh, you know, uh, uh, whatever, Duke or whatever. So, uh, yeah. I mean, th- yeah, I mean, like it, it is probably a more favorable conference. He was close to that third rail, wasn't Which he, Bucky? That? Third rail. Yeah, by saying, you know, Wake Forest or North. Oh, yeah. I thought he you was... put North Carolina no, in there. Yeah, don't, don't put, North, don't, Car- don't yeah, put yeah. North Carolina in there. He's going to disparage. He's going to disparage the targets. I heard him they... talk about the ACC like the ACC is just full of poop buses. Bucky, powder, they need some defensive back help right now. Can You can you, you still got any eligibility no, left, man? No, no, look, man, it's basketball season. We're trying to get right. Hubert Davis trying to support a basketball program. Okay. All right. <laughs> that was the press. Unless, Ralph, you got anything else? No, that's it. All right. That was the press. This is the Doug Gottlieb show. Yeah. How about those Tar Heels, baby? T- tough weekend last weekend for them and uh, Mohegan Sun with the uh, the basketball. It's new, man. Just trying to get it right. Purdue. Purdue put it on us. 
It's okay. It's, it, it, it's still early. I, I trust the Tar Heels. Uh, you know, the Tar Heels uh, football program, top 10 nationally at the start of the year, not so much. But, uh, <laughs> no, nah, I mean, listen. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, look, it didn't turn out the way that we wanted it to, but we're still optimistic because you know what? There's a rivalry game on Friday versus NC State. And that can make it all go away if we really? can kind of ruin this season. And I'm not the typical hater like that, but man, if we could put, give them an L, make them hold an L, that that'd be make for a nice, nice little Thanksgiving weekend. I'll just say this: I I don't remember which game it was, but there was one where they referenced Mac Brown saying we were overrated coming into the year. Uh, oh, we yeah. we shouldn't have been top ten, yeah. and that may be true, but I don't remember him saying that back in August. Anyway, this is Doug Gottlieb show. Aaron Torres, Bucky Brooks in for Doug. Coming up, more football. Cowboys, they're in trouble. That's next. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 